0: Just want to talk to you luke obviously we said this earlier since 2013 you've been in, in milan and you've been with the milano seamen since 2017 if i'm yep. not mistaken so that makes it four almost five years now so what we want to know is you know what what is it about you know that milano Seamen organization as well as the city or the people that are involved like what is it what is it about that that has made that your home now, has embraced you and changed you into that, you know, I'm from Italy, living in Italy,
1: so to say. Yeah. No, definitely, I think that the whole Milano organization um, from top to bottom, starting with President Marco butti like they really embraced me, welcomed me into the city. And like, I would say that this organization, I'm not, not dissing or downplaying any other organization I've played for. Everyone has welcomed me as part of the family, but there was just some sort of click here in milan that really like, they open uh they welcome me with open arms and like like i said i've been here since 2017 um obviously winning helps i mean everyone loves to win but like you know from like a staff point from all like the you know trainers doctors just people part of like the, the society they call it here um and like all like the players like they really just like it's like one big family and like it really makes me feel at home and like um In 2019, I found, like, a full-time job here in in Milan. Um, So that also gave me a little bit of, you know, like, motivation just to stay and, like, you know, continue to be here and find myself here, like, as opposed to just playing football. Like, on the offseason, I have my job to work. And um, obviously, I have my girlfriend now um, since almost three years now. So that's also another, you know, factor. Like, you know, staying here with her as opposed to going back home for six months and not seeing her for six months like, a, is a big thing for me and obviously the city of Milan is awesome I mean coming from New York I'm not saying I'm coming from like the city but having the access of being to city, like yeah <laughs> yeah you know having New York City like a 30-minute drive from where I live like you know you have like the big city life and I feel like Milan is like you know an international city where like you know people from all over come to live in Milan and it's like uh it's just like a very like international city and I feel like it's a. Yeah. It's a nice home to have, second home for sure. I'm more of a city person as opposed to playing like um, in one of those cities where it's like a small like farmland countryside where you know there's yeah. not really much going on. I, pre- I prefer to be in the city. And like, All of Finland. If I want, All of <laughs> if I want something to do, if I want something to do. I can always just go out, walk around. Yeah. You know, get a coffee at the bar. Just it's just it's nice to be able to do that. Have the uh, the ability to do that here. Obviously, with the yeah, situation I'm, now, it's a little different, yeah. but yeah, yeah, no, I'm
2: – Obviously, being from Jersey, close to New York City, love playing in the city. I guess when I played in Columbus, Oh,
0: Jersey, like like New Jersey,
2: Jersey, Jersey yeah. That's and not don't New say York. That. I watched the that shows. That's not no. New York. No, no, no. Listen, that, I mean, Jersey we're, we're, is we're like the
0: suburbs, Jersey. right? That's no, what no, I've told.
2: We 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 were right across from the Hudson, so yeah, oh, okay. Who know, like, That's not Hoboken, the same. We all be in the Hudson. I mean, we got Newark, but. Oh, anyway, dude, if you're not, nah. if you're okay. not anyway, from so, Long
1: Island, New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, you'd think it's all the same thing, but it's really not. New York and New yeah. Jersey is not the same. That's but what I'm saying. I, I'm I'm from Long Island. Like, oh, so you're from New Jersey? Yeah, because a Jersey shore and like everything <laughs> oh, wants, to, oh, wants to refer oh. to that. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh. I mean, we're part of the tri-say. We just adopted I, I don't want to hear that. But tr-state. anyway.
0: You're from Jersey. You're not but, from New but York. Any, <laughs> Jersey
2: New <laughs> Jersey. But anyway, Luke, when uh when um when I met you in Prague, obviously that was 20 years ago, yeah, yeah, 2017, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was the plan always? Was the plan always to get back to Italy? Um, or was the plan
1: to get to Italy, or was you just, you know, at the time looking for your next spot? Kind of looking for my next spot, um, and then playing with the national team. Like, um, I had the privilege of originally playing with the national team tackle, and then like I got asked to play with the flag football national team, which is, I was like, all right, like playing more football. I love to play football. I never played flag football in my life, but like, it's another experience <laughs> to go and travel the world and continue to play football. And then there I met um, the physical therapist for the Seamen was the physical therapist for the national team for flag. So I met him and he like, oh, you have interest in playing for Milan? And I was like, I know Milan's a good, you know, it was, I think they won like the past two of the three championships, like it's 2014 and 15 and they lost in 16. But I was like, you know, I never really thought about like, you know, thought about it, but you know, I definitely... I'm interested to hear more. And then I started, you know, got in contact with uh, Paolo Mutti and, and uh, Marco Mutti, the two Muti brothers who are, uh, like, the president. And his brother was uh, uh, an old coach. And, yeah, from there, like, um, things started to, to make their way together. And then I just yeah. came here in 2017, played here. And then, like, playing with the national team made me want to continue to play in Italy because, um I always said I wanted to take my talents as far as my talents could take me and obviously had the privilege of playing in Prague um, in the Austrian yeah. League, which was probably one of the better leagues in uh, Europe for sure. And I always said I wanted to go back to Germany and play. But then um, if I went to Germany, I wouldn't have been able to play with the national team. So I put like two or three years into the national team and I would have felt like I was giving up on them if I were just like, said, yeah. OK, no, I don't want to you know, continue playing with the national team because we had one the qualifiers to go and play in, like, the uh, Group A. So that was also kind of a, a factor, like, helping me, I guess, decide to go back to Italy and play in Italy and then as opposed to going to Germany and trying to play in Germany again, so. Uh,
0: what a, I want every, to ask you, Luke. Do you feel yeah. like that's something that happens here in Europe? You know, like, a lot of guys, you know, you you see a lot of guys who might play in different places, but ultimately the, the guys who seem to have the most – I don't want to say success, but the most happiness when it comes to playing in Europe are the guys who find somewhere they like and kind of stay put, you know, like you obviously you've had success as well in Italy, but you could easily have went to Germany, just like you said, but you had got kind of ingrained in that Italian national football team and you wanted to give it that go. Do you think that's something that a lot of players kind of go through, like having to decide, do I, you know, leave? and start something new to prove what I can do or do I you know stay with this squad and you know have that loyalty that I've been taught about American football
1: right yeah I mean like I think you hit the nail right on the head with the whole loyalty thing like it's it's different um you know you fall in love with the place you have success playing wise then it's like all right do I you know get up and go and try start something new to continue and prove that I can do something or do you like you said, stay loyal to the um, organization that, you know, provided you with that opportunity to, you know, succeed. And given the fact that um, I had a job and as well as um, my girlfriend, to be honest, like, you know, it's kind of tough to just, you know, replace yourself and try and find somewhere, find a new home, as opposed to just, you know, continuing your life that you have, um, like you said, being happy. And I feel like a lot of players maybe, you um, Football's a business. NFL, Europe, it's all a business in the end. Like, you know, if guys are not performing, like, they're going to get sent home, unfortunately. And, like, I think that, you know, me personally, I take my things serious. Like, you know, I'm out here. I got to give, you know, 110% to my team, you know, try and be a leader on and off the field. And I feel like that when you put in, you know, you get back what you put in. So I feel like um, just the whole trying to change scenery was – I mean, I would say also like with an age was a factor too, because I'm obviously 29 right now and like things got to start going to like more career and yeah, life long after term. football. Yeah. Long-term life after football. I feel like that just to keep bouncing around at this point in my career, I felt like it wasn't really uh, necessary. I feel like I've had some success and I feel like I'm you know happy here. So I didn't want to just change like, and like the, the back end of my career and trying something new when I knew that yeah. I liked my time here in Italy. So, yeah.
0: If, if I had to say it, and I've said it before, I just don't know if I've said it on this platform. If you're an uh, import playing American football in Europe, um, your first three years, those are those years where you can change teams, maybe go somewhere else and, you know, make as much money as you can or see as many countries as you want to. But most players who play more than like three seasons in Europe, they stick somewhere. Yeah. A lot of the guys who don't stick after three years, they're usually chasing ghosts. They're like trying to relive what they did in those first three years. The
2: glory days. Oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of guys, <laughs> you'll, see,
0: you'll see guys who, oh, they've been playing for eight or nine years on 25 different teams. And you're like, yeah, there's a reason for that. But guys yeah. that you've seen that have been playing six or seven years, they've been playing the last two or three on this one team. And I think something that people don't realize with this sport is that it's not an individual sport. So every time you go to a team, you give your all to that team, and then you leave, you have to start all over. And just think about American football. How many teams like to start over every year? Like, I'm just talking from just personal experience. If I was the, um, the Milano Seaman and you said that, hey, I want to come back, well, damn right I want you to come back so we can do the same offense and we can progress as our team can get better And you know, three championships later, obviously that was a good decision. But that, that's the thing that happens is these teams that keep their players and, and bring back players on a consistent basis, they have that, that continuity that you need in American football. Like you look at the best league of football, the NFL, the teams that do better or consistently do better. Obviously, you can't, everybody can't be the Patriots, but you see teams that keep a roster, you know, teams like Green Bay, uh, Seattle, that for periods of time, they're always in the mix because they keep that roster. They keep those same players. Teams that are constantly getting rid of players. Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, Miami Dolphins oh. type teams. Where are they? You know,
1: Jacksonville yeah.
0: didn't they go to the playoffs like in the 90s? Oh, they went,
2: they were there like three there years, ago years ago. Yeah, I the Pats. Yeah, yeah. back when uh, Blake Bortles was slinging a rock. Yeah, I mean, they have yeah. their ups and
0: downs, but they're not consistent at that point. And that's
1: if you're always trying to rebuild, you're never gonna have that time to blossom into like develop and mesh yeah. like as a team altogether. So I feel like, like, definitely if you're you know with the same team, you can, you know, build the timing with the receivers, the line, you you know, you're all on the same page as opposed to, like you said, every single year changing, you got to get familiar with the whole guys. And, like, by the time you're actually, you know, feeling like you're not saying a part of the team, but you're, like, you're you're meshing and you're clicking, it's, like, already, like, near the end of the season. And then it's like, oh, like, now I'm about to go do this all over again in a different place. So, like, I feel like after a certain point, you got to just kind of, like, try and, you know, stick with the same team and, like, you know, progress as a team because you're part of like that, you know, that's that bond there.
0: Just think about it. If you come to Europe and you're 23 years old, you play three seasons, you're 26, almost 27 years old. And now you go to a place, you play the whole season and now you're 27, about to be 28 years old. Do you just, you know, go back to that team or start all over again? And now like you said depending on where you are in your life now you got bills like when you were 23 <laughs> hey, you am fresh out of college you know yeah. i might have a little student some little student loans but i ain't worried about that you know yeah. I, ain't, I don't i ain't got no wife i ain't got no girlfriend i'm out here let's live 26 27 you know i've been dating this girl for about two years you know uh, just bought a new car got these bills to pay and now teams yeah. are looking at that players okay you're a 27 year old that I have to pay for their lifestyle on a sport that doesn't pay that well. So what a lot of guys do, and I think it's a monument to the sport, a lot of guys that stick it out after those three or four, those first initial three or four years is, you know, they figure out ways to increase their value outside of just playing the game. And i I don't know why I'm going on this tangent, but I just felt like it needed to be said (laughs) that you know everybody can't be like Lou. Don't y'all think that y'all's gonna just just stick on a team forever? Um, but you know, enjoy them first three years and then you know, come up with a plan, then be like, you know. And and (laughs)
2: it's and it's crazy, and it's crazy just talking about it because it's like like even like my first year with uh with Kalanda playing for them, and afterwards it's like, yeah, it'd be cool to see what else is out there or you know, what other offers that. Or other teams I could play for and I and I and I had some interest and stuff like that. But in the back of my head, I was like, damn, like I you know, I had a good time with Kalanda. The chemistry's already there. I don't got to start over. And this is going into my second year. And I was just like, Man, fuck it. I'm just gonna excuse my language. I'm just gonna I'm just I'm going to i am i am going i am going back to the Broncos. And then, you know, ended up, you know, doing two seasons, unfortunately got hurt took it like was gone for a year but I went back for it for a third year before obviously you know hanging them up but it's just crazy when you develop that chemistry and that bond with you know the team and organization and you know you do right by them and and they do the same with you it's like
1: yeah for me personally there was really there was really no need to move on right yeah especially if Um, you get you know if you find yourself with a good team like like you said the the Broncos I'm sure you guys you guys usually a dominant team in like Switzerland whatever and obviously winning always helps if you win it's like all right like do i go on and try and move and and win somewhere else it's like then i gotta you know i really like the city one i like the guys they did me they did me right i helped them out it's like why change when i can just run it back and then you know you do that then 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 you then you win again and then it's like oh like now like you know all right that's two and then it's like all right do i go change now it's like can't do that like I already just won two in a row like why it doesn't make sense to try and go you know, yeah change well, those things
2: if it ain't broke don't fix it exactly Great. yeah so the
0: crazy part is there's only so much you can control and then yet the same situation with you know like import coaches and we don't want to get yeah. too big into that but imagine changing coaching teams and saying okay now i'm taking over a brand new team i don't know and i have one year to prove that you know i'm worth them keeping and i have to start from the bottom up because i have no like i have to do all this new stuff so it's yeah. just it's a it's an interesting sport that we're all involved in
2: yeah yeah for sure but uh for Hey Luke, I want to ask you one more question. Since you're the yep. you're the mayor you're the mayor of Milan, and I've been to that city a couple of times. I've been to the big church and the and the shopping stores outside of it. You know if if I was coming to Milan for the first time and I wanted to do or see stuff outside of the the Dua. big church and the, yeah. yeah, you know what you know we were just we were just going around the city. Where where would you, where would you go? Where would you take me?
1: I would take you probably to Arco. Definitely, de la I get a gelato at some point. Uh, yeah, for sure, gelato <laughs> is a is a is a definite. But in Milan, you got the um, Corso Sempione It's like a long street, like a main street that brings you to like the arc where it's like a really mm-hmm. nice. And there's like there's like the Parco Sempione. There's like a park right behind it, and then right behind the park is a castle. So you got like an arc, a huge park, and you got the castle right behind. It. So that's definitely a spot that you would have to go to. Um, then there's, like, the Last Supper, the painting of the, the Last Supper is here in Milan, which is hard to get tickets to. You kind of got to book an event, so, like, if you wanted to go see that, which is obviously something to do, you'd have to kind of make that into events. And then there's Navili, which is, like, two rivers. Um, in Milan, there's, like, a bunch of bars on each side. It's, like, a nice spot to walk around, like, during the daytime and, like, you know, go check out. So I would say, like, those are the probably the top three points of interest here in Milan. You got, you know, Duomo with um, – the galleria which is where like all the shops are like the high end stores that you were yeah. talking about then you got like the castle the park and the arc all like within like a 15 minute walk from each other which is also close to the duomo as well and then the village on like the south uh, part of milan which is definitely a nice spot to go check out as well so those are probably my the three top spots i would would Wait, take well, you to me
0: but- i'm, I'm- as as my co-host here, I'm I'm not as fancy as him. I'm I'm a I'm a poor black man out here. What what can I do for free? You know, like where can I take somebody if I want to? You know, show them a good time, but I ain't got the you know the euros. I got about. I'm gonna say right there, those, 10, those, euros those the in got ten euros
1: my pocket. Ten euros. You yeah. got ten euros. You got about ten I euros. Would, I would I would go maybe go to the grocery store, get a little bottle of vino, a little bit of <laughs> yeah, wine. There we go. There we go. Get a pizza and go sit at the park and that park I just mentioned and go sit there and. Drink some wine, have some pizza, and enjoy enjoy life. All you get right, a pizza that's... for like eight like eight euro out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's now what the, I'm talking the about, the other two is man. up to you. <laughs> the two is for the wine. That's what it is. You can, you can get good wine here for like two three euros a bottle. So.
0: Yeah, I, that's okay. That's that works for me. I'm gonna stop there yeah. too. Uh... <laughs> have you checked out Kno's ready to wear collection? It's Kano's top notch quality, but it's team wear made custom for you and your team, so you can rep your squad now. That's it for us today on The Scoop, keeping the locker room real. You know, brought Luke Zoraka in today. Appreciate you coming in, man. Just want to tell you personally that um, we love watching you do what you do, man. Your career, I've been watching it pretty much since 2013, since you've been international. And I've enjoyed having these conversations with you and just personally want to let you know that, you know, we wish you the best on the season that you're having But we also wish you best in your life pursuits you know one thing that we're trying to do with the scoop here is let people know that we're more than just athletes and you're the embodiment of that you just showed, showed us in in the conversations we had today you know you've you've become that international not international player that international person and that's great that you're doing that man I'm just glad to have you here talking to us today. Uh, Any last words you want to say, any shout outs or anything before we get out of here?
1: I just want to say, you know, thanks for having me on. Um, You know, first episode, it's always an honor to be the first guest onto a a different uh, podcast. And I appreciate you and Jamal having me on here. And I appreciate everything that you guys, you know, all the compliments. And um, yeah, just uh, for anyone who wants to play football in Europe, I mean, Give it a go and, you know, just enjoy every minute because there's only so much time that you can play football and uh I'll keep playing until that I feel like that I don't got something to give and then I have to move on to the next chapter, you know. So thanks so much and I appreciate it. Jamal, you got any last
0: words, my man?
2: No, nah, man, just wanted to say, you know, appreciate you having me. I know, you know, we met a couple years and uh, a couple years ago and, you know, just to see you still out there, you know, still, still doing your thing, man, it's, it's exciting and, Exciting to be on the other side watching, and you know, we appreciate you. I'm sure it's not gonna be the last time we, we talk, we chatted
1: up. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm sure that soon enough I'll be back on the side of you guys too. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, um, thanks
0: for watching the show on YouTube or listening to it on the podcast outlet. You know, there's like 2,500 of those you can listen to it on. Uh, <laughs> be sure to subscribe to Athletes Forum YouTube channel or American Football in Finland's podcast channel to catch The Scoop each week in both video and audio format. You can also follow us on Twitter at TheScoopAF or on Instagram at Athletes Forum or on Facebook at Athletes Forum. Also, don't forget to read the description below where you'll have a chance to win KNOA Teamwear swag provided by, you know, KNOA, the best of the best out here. Uh, be sure to follow the, the instructions on the bottom of the screen or read the instructions for the podcast channels. All right. All right. We'll see you next week.